Hello, this is Chris Novelli from N3 Architecture, and welcome to the Home Design Academy podcast, where I help people understand design and construction so that they can make better decisions on their project. Today, we're talking all about Tyvek House Wrap and why I don't think you should use it. Okay, so on the last episode where I talked about exterior wall construction, I mentioned that I don't like using Tyvek house wrap. I thought that it would be a good time to talk about the reasons why I don't like using Tyvek. So just a quick note here, I'm using the name Tyvek as a brand name, but these opinions apply to all types of house wraps. Similar to if I was hosting a a podcast on your health and talking about the problems with drinking Coke or Pepsi, but the comments really apply to all sodas, the same thing goes here. Tyvek is a brand name and it's the industry standard. So when I refer to Tyvek, I'm referring to all types of house wraps. Also, as a disclaimer, the information that's going to be presented here are my opinions and my personal preferences, and these are based upon 20 years of experience and the research that I've done within that time, and it in no way reflects on the DuPont company, and again, these are just my personal preferences, and I'm presenting these opinions and preferences under the lens of building a high-performance exterior envelope. For those building a code minimum wall, using a house wrap may be required. I also encourage you to talk with your architect, your contractor, your building scientist, or your local energy consultant about the pros and cons of using a house wrap and make an informed decision for yourself. Additionally, different climates require different strategies and the use of different materials which is why I always recommend using local consultants. And even if your architect is from another region, a local energy consultant can assist in the specific requirements for your climate. And just one more note, during this episode when I speak of vapor control, I'm referring to the house wrap or weather resistance barriers ability to allow vapor to flow out of the wall structure. I'm not talking about a vapor barrier, which in cold climates would be installed on the interior or warm side of the structure. And just as a sub note to that, most interior paints meet the requirements for an interior vapor barrier and the installations of sheets of plastic polyethylene has not been regularly used for a long time, at least in my climate, at least in my practice. So first, what is Tyvek? Tyvek and most house wraps are a synthetic product which gets installed over the plywood sheathing on the exterior of your house before the siding is put on. There are several different goals for a house wrap which include limiting high winds from entering your house through the walls, that air infiltration, preventing any water which gets behind your siding from contacting the sheathing or framing, and note Tyvek and other house wraps are not flashing and they're not designed to prevent water infiltration, so it helps, but it's not designed for that purpose. And the other thing that Tyvek does and other house reps do is is it's vapor permeable or vapor open, which means water vapor that's inside the walls can pass through the product and drain to the outside. 
And as I mentioned before, different climate zones require different methods of handling water vapor. And if that water vapor is coming from inside the house, moving to the outside, or if it's from the outside environment, trying to move inside. So as a basic example, northern cold climates, water vapor is usually coming from the inside of the house, which means you need a vapor open product, allowing that vapor to pass through to the outside. But in southern hot climates, water vapor is usually coming from the outside of the house. So you would need a vapor closed product to prevent that water from entering the wall construction. So why do we need a weather resistance barrier? Simply put, the building codes have specific requirements for air and water infiltration that must be met. It's not too hard to understand that keeping the water out should be the number one goal of your exterior envelope but controlling water vapor is equally as important. The Building Science Corporation likes to talk about it, about it in terms of control layers rather than barriers. And in terms of importance, they go a rain control layer is number one. This is the most important as water will obviously rot your structure. An air control layer is the second most important. And just to note that air carries water. Third is a vapor control layer. And the fourth most important is the thermal control layer. And they go on to say that the ideal place for all these control layers is on the exterior of the structure to protect the structure. And this even goes for the thermal layer to prevent the structure from the expansion and contraction that can occur during temperature changes. Now to get the best performance, the exterior thermal layer should be placed outward of the other control layers, the rain control layer, air, and vapor. The cladding or the siding is not a control layer. Yes, it does shed water. Yes, it does protect your structure, but that does not mean you can, you can eliminate any of the other control layers for water, air, or vapor. So the benefits for Tyvek, why do people use it? Simply put, for a long time, it has become an industry standard especially in residential construction. And I hate to admit it, but the architecture and construction industry, especially on the construction side, especially on the residential side, is very slow to adapt to new methods and new materials. People think that just because something was built this way for the last 20 years that that's the best way to build it. Not always the case. So the next reason why people use Tyvek is because it comes in a roll and it's easy to cut, it's easy to handle, and it makes the installation very simple. It's also an inexpensive product to both buy and to install. So it's cheap, it's quick, it's fast, and it gets the job done in the minds of most contractors. But here's the thing. There are a lot of problems with using Tyvek or using other types of house wraps. And most of the problems come not from the material. The material is just fine. The product is just fine. Most of the problems and the biggest problems come from the installation and people installing it incorrectly.
first thing to note, Tyvek or any other house wrap is not a weather resistance barrier. At best, it can perform as one of the control layers within the system to control air, and that's at its best. But it's not made to control water. So when I talk about installation problems, the first thing that has to be said is the exposure to the sun and the UV rays. House wraps and Tyvek, they quickly deteriorate in the sun. The manufacturer said, says it's allowed to remain exposed up to 120 days, but is really much, much less than that. It starts deteriorating immediately. And in my opinion, if you're using a house wrap, you need to have it covered within a day or two. And just as a side note, other house wraps have different exposure times, so check with your manufacturer's data. So covering up the Tyvek becomes a big problem, especially in larger houses and larger buildings where the siding crew is not following directly behind the, the crew installing the Tyvek. And a correct workflow becomes even harder as you need to schedule the window and door installations to come directly behind the Tyvek and the siding to become directly after that. And organizing those crews, organizing the materials, getting it all delivered to the job site at the same time, and then scheduling everyone to perform the work in that sequence and get it covered within a few days is very, very difficult to do. And when this, when the Tyvek sits exposed, the sun just deteriorates it and it limits the ability to prevent air and vapor infiltration. So what usually happens is the house or building is completely wrapped and then they do the taping and then sometime later the window and door installation begins and sometime after that uh, the siding contractor will begin installing the siding and depending on the size of the project and how well the contractor has scheduled the material deliveries and the subcontractors the Tyvek can sit exposed for several months and this is not good and so when it sits exposed like this, it's not just subject to UV damage. It's also su subject to other weather instances such as storms or high winds, which can easily start to tear at the Tyvek. And you'll see it. You drive around and look at houses under construction that have Tyvek. Look at the corners. Look at the edges. Guarantee you, you'll see some Tyvek flapping in the breeze which means the contractor has to then come back and repair that section of Tyvek, which usually results in not a perfect installation and which usually can result in water damage. Another problem using Tyvek is that, like I said before, with the different climate types and, re and needing a vapor open versus a vapor closed product, if you use a vapor open product, such as Tyvek, in the wrong climate, you could actually be letting in water vapor into your structure, which could rot it out and could create mold, etc. Next, Tyvek is not flashing. I have seen too many people try to get away with using Tyvek or another sort of house wrap product as flashing. It is not flashing. Please do not attempt to use it as flashing. And if you're working on a project, and you see a contractor trying to use any house wrap product as a form of flashing, you need to have them stop immediately. Netflix talk about installing the product. So many contractors use staples to secure the Tyvek. And guess what? Every time a staple is put into the product, every time that staple penetrates that barrier, even a single hole 
can compromise the entire assembly. And so the recommended installation is to use capped nails. But I've seen so many installers that just use the staple gun and they hit the staple gun, bam, 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 and they just do it really quickly and they think that that's okay. But using those staples allows for the water to penetrate. Any water that's getting behind your siding and riding and dripping down that Tyvek barrier will hit those staples and through capillary action will come right into your wall. Next, taping the seams can be a big issue. The performance of the product really relies on how good the tape job is installed. And if that tape job isn't perfect, there's an opportunity for water to get in behind. And once the water gets in behind, again, it starts rotting out the structure, it starts growing mold, etc., etc. So to get a good tape job, there can be no bubbles or seams in the tape. Uh, and it's also recommended to use a roller on the tape to, to better adhere it, which, frankly put, not very many installers actually use the roller. And there's, you know, a bigger problem of many contractors cutting corners and skipping the tape altogether and just leaving all the joints uh, open and exposed. And that goes against the manufacturer's installation methods. And there's some debates on whether you should just tape the vertical seams and leave the horizontal seams untaped so that if any water does get behind the Tyvek, it has a place to drain out. I generally agree with this method. So if I'm working on a project and Tyvek is being used, I'd want to see those vertical seams taped and the horizontal seams left open. But then even when you get to uh, any of the fasteners, if any of the fasteners are located along those tape joints, it's going to provide an opportunity to, for water to work its way underneath and into your structure. And one last note on taping, believe it or not, I've even seen people try to use duct tape or packaging tape to seal up the seams in the Tyvek, which again, they're not allowed. It's not the correct tape and it's not the correct installation method. Another problem I see is with improper installation. Now, the way that Tyvek is supposed to be installed is in horizontal rows starting at the bottom so that each row above it can be overlapped on top. But I've seen contractors start at the top and just roll the, the, the roll of Tyvek straight down the wall and install it vertically. Again, this is not the proper way to install it. Finally, there's a lot of issues and a lot of coordination that needs to go into how the product is handled at openings, especially window openings. There's specific ways that the that the product that the house wrap needs to be cut and overlapped on top of the uh, nailing flange on the top of the window, but left uh, below the nailing flange and wrapped into the structure on the sides. But then the tape joint has to go under underneath the nailing flange on the bottom. I know this is a lot to try to envision on a podcast and a visual would help. Um, if you go to the N3 Architecture website, I'll try to throw up some uh, some installation details. And But if you're if you're using Tyvek, uh, hopefully you know the correct way to install window openings. And if not, it's clearly defined on their their website. You can easily search for it and get the, the correct details and the correct installation methods.
I want to talk a little bit about some alternative products. So I think the, the, the next step up from a, from a house wrap system would be the zip wall system, which is manufactured by Huber Engineered Woods. Um, you still, with the zip wall system, you still have to rely on a good tape joint at the seams, but using a zip wall system eliminates most of the installation errors that you typically see with house wraps. And then it gives you extra time because you don't have that UV deterioration, that deterioration from the sun or the deterioration from the winds. Uh, so the zip wall has so many more benefits over a, over a house wrap just on that those points alone um, but there's other problems with the zip wall too which include overdriving the nails where the head of the nail actually goes into the product too far and damage due to improper handling of the panels if they're thrown down and stepped on they can become damaged um, another problem with zip wall is people rely on it a little too much for for my uh, tastes no product is perfect and there needs to be great care taken to install all the flashing properly and to make sure that should water get behind your siding, there's a way for it to get out without moving behind your other control layers and rotting your structure. Which is just another reason why I always recommend a vented rain screen. Then there's a product um, called Hydro, Hydro Gap Drainable House Wrap uh, manufactured by Benjamin Obdike. Um, I have never used this product before, but it looks to be a little bit better in terms of the way it drains the water. So, you know, according to their, according to their brochure, um, it allows more bulk water to drain from a wall as compared to other house wraps. And I've heard uh, some contractors of, of actually installing this um, hydro gap on top of a zip wall system as sort of a double protection. This is a little bit intriguing to me. Um, I think you kind of get a little bit of best of both worlds. A little bit of double protection never hurt anyone. But like I said, I've personally never used this product and I cannot attest to any of the claims or the uses. One other note is that due to the way that this product is made, staples can be used. So that's a, a plus on the installation side because you can get a little bit quicker of an installation if you're a contractor out there. Next, another type of product is a fluid applied weather resistant barrier, whether it's a trowel on, a spray on, or a roll on, a fluid applied barrier is gonna get you great protection. And finally, I wanna talk about a product manufactured by 475 High Performance Building Supply. Um, this is a product called Solitex Mento, and it's part of their package. They have all sorts of products available uh, for high-performance envelopes. And this Solitex Mento, Mento is a three-layer airtight vapor-permeable house wrap that's also a functioning weather-resistive barrier. And this is going to outperform any perforated or microporous WRB um, in both outward drying potential and air tightness. And it's a very, very watertight product. In my opinion, this is one of the best membrane type weather resistant barriers on the market. And it is my go-to recommended product. Finally, some other concerns. If you come across a contractor who is adamant about using only Tyvek or any similar type of product 
and is not open to discussing any alternative methods, I would really question their intentions. If they're so set in their ways that they're only going to build something the way that they've done the past 20 years, then they're only looking out for their bottom line. Guarantee that. The best contractors I've ever worked with are very inquisitive by nature. They want to know why something works and why something doesn't work. And they take great pride in understanding the correct way to build. A contractor who only does things one way, the way that they've been doing for 25 years and never had a problem, to me that's someone who's more concerned with their profit than the performance of your house or building. They want to get their crews in, do the work quickly, out, and get them onto the next job without any concern of what's going to happen to your building down the line. And there's this other myth out there that weather-resistant barriers make a house or a building too tight or that a house needs to breathe. These are both incorrect statements. Any research into building science will, will back this up. By not controlling water, air, vapor, and temperature, you are susceptible to mold, to rot, and to decay. Tests and studies have found that an airtight structure with proper mechanical ventilation and the proper amount of air changes results in a more healthy interior environment. So there you have it. That wraps up our talk about Tyvek. I personally would never use it again. There's far better products out there and I don't think that you're going to pay much more money for any of these superior products. But if you're a contractor that that will only use Tyvek or if you're a homeowner or a building owner and your contractor's using Tyvek, then make sure you pay attention and make sure you have them properly schedule their work crews so that that product can get covered up with the siding as quickly as possible. Make sure that the the installation methods are correct, that they're overlapping in the correct spots, that they're installing it correctly at the window openings, that they're taping the seams properly, and that they're not stapling the product, that they're using those capped nails. Make sure that all those things happen and you shouldn't have a problem. But again, there are better products out there. wraps up another episode of the home design academy podcast i hope you've learned something and enjoyed yourself along the way make sure to subscribe to your podcast player of choice and if you could do me a personal favor and go leave a review that would be very much appreciated make sure to visit n3architecture.com for more information once again that's n3architecture.com Submit all your questions to homedesignacademy at n3architecture.com. Once again, email those to homedesignacademy at n3architecture.com. Or you can also go to speakpipe.com slash homedesignacademy 
That's speakpipe.com slash home design academy. I want to hear your questions. Send them in. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.